Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to The Thinker Girls. All the things you're thinking, but not saying. Welcome to Thinker Girl, the podcast. You are with Stacey June, and I'm joined by my young mate, Christy Mercer. Hello, Christy. Hello. How are you? Oh, I haven't heard that accent before. I know. I thought I'd throw it in there. Well, we're mixing up. We've been together for about a year now. We need to keep things fresh. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's yeah. just like any good relationship, spice okay. it up every now and then. So and go. And we're spicing it up with the third person. So yes. So getting spiced. Go, uh, go Latin. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Um, yeah. Now, if you haven't listened to our podcast, we are two radio radio uh, brekkie host that just basically started this podcast a little while ago to chew the fat about topics that we can't speak about on our show but more so now it's a, about a, a bit of a forum for us to talk about girl shit that we are thinking but essentially not saying uh, and we bring a gem to the table but each week we are very excited to have a hot seat hottie this particular lady we've been trying to lock in for a little bit haven't we Christy? She, um, and we got it today. Yeah, we did. Her name is Rosie Wonderland. Uh, Waterland! Waterland! Damn it. I no, stuffed that up, Rosie. You were just going over how majestic and tranquil it was. I know. We have Rosie Waterland from Mamma Mia. Thanks for joining us, lovely. No problem, guys. Now, we did feel uh, that your name was majestic and a little bit like a, a kind of a fantasy rainbow type of feel to it. Yeah, I think so. That's what everyone says. Rosie Waterland. I love it. Majestic oh, it goddess, is nice. I like to think. It's what, sorry? Oh, majestic goddess. Yeah, all right. We'll go Nailed with that. It. Yeah, I'm, yeah. That's, abs- that's exactly what it should be. Uh, her Twitter handle is at Rosie Waterland if you do want to check her out. Um, now, Rosie, we filled you in a little bit, but we basically bring a gem to the table each week, uh, which we have monitored by Philip, who reigns us in, and we do a bit of a content at the start. Young mate, do you want to kick it off? Yeah, I want to talk about, um, in the future, I, w- I would like to start a family, become a mother. It's not something I'm thinking of doing anytime soon, but the thought of ever having girls or daughters absolutely scares the shit out of me. And I don't know, it's something that I've got in my head now. It's like this complex that I feel that... In the future, if I do have kids and I am lucky enough to start a family, that I will have and only girls. Mm. It's going gonna, it's gonna to come back now that it's in my head to teach me a lesson. Yeah, right. So interesting. Why is that? Only no girls. I, I don't know. I feel that maybe for a, for a number of reasons, um, my own upbringing, my own relationship with my mum, but... I don't know. I just think I'm scared of girls. All right. We'll get into that. We'll yeah. get into that. Um, yeah. Rosie Waterland, who I'm going to call her for the for entire her complete name for the entire podcast, <laughs> uh, what is your gem that you'd like to bring to the table? Well, I've been writing an article for mamamia.com.au for the last couple of days all about how I think giving head is the worst. 
And mm-hmm. I just don't believe oh. anyone who says that they enjoy giving blowjobs. I just don't well, believe Well, I do, so I'll have to challenge Yeah, we have touched on that, but yeah. it will be interesting to see, yeah, a new, someone that's on my side, young mate, because I'm very, very vocal about this particular issue. And I call, it, I call it an issue because that's exactly what it is, an issue. Yeah. It's not a yeah. fun time activity. All right, guys, well, you can get your whole job. Right. All right. All right. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, feminism. Yes, don't have, roll your eyes, everyone. But I do want to talk about it. And I want to talk about where to now. I feel like we've gotten to a point where the conversation is started. But more so, uh, I guess the spotlight is on us and our generation. And I particularly want to uh, involve you on this uh, Rosie Waterland because I think you work with a, a big group of women that have come from all different walks, particularly generations. So, oh, yeah, big time. yeah so it'd be yeah. interesting oh, to see, yeah. yeah, it'd be yeah. interesting to see what their experiences are and, and how yours differs to that, which I'm sure we could all be in that same kind of pool being similar ages. Yeah. All right. Well, young mate, you want to kick it off? Because I am a bit intrigued about this um, adversity to chicks or little what... chicks, I should say. Yeah, <laughs> That's a pretty big statement. I meant little is. people. Yeah, it is little chicks and little people and little chicks in particular. It's something that I've been talking to um, with a mate recently. I've I've only had one friend who has um, become a mum and she's she's recently had um, her first ever child and I think um, little Rafi's probably about two or three months old now and, and although she's a little bit older than me, we were kind of talking about, you know, having kids and how... How you go through that stage at first when she first fell pregnant of not being sure, am I going to be able to do this? And we kind of had this discussion. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so not ready for that. And then we, we got talking about, okay, well, if, if you were to have kids, and then I just kind of out of the blue was like, oh, God, I'd hate to have girls. Girls would be so annoying because we got talking about what's easier to raise. Is it having a boy or having a girl with toilet training and growing up and whatever? And I was like, fuck that. Like, having girls, being a girl and growing up with a younger sister, I don't know what it is, but it just terrifies me. Like, scares the absolute pieces out of me. that's so sad. Why? I just think that we are the most intricate, yes, complex at times, humans, but we have so much to do here. And I just think... In order to bring more in and particularly what you're doing with your life and your career and all these amazing things you would have to offer, I think that that is the most powerful and exciting thing that I have yet to come for me. I really do. Yeah, I, that and, is so true. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just think for me and I think I actually have the opposite um, really? The opposite feeling where I feel very worried about the fact that I may not have the opportunity and I grieve that already and it hasn't even happened. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I'm not worried about having girls or not having girls, but I'm definitely terrified of having boys. Yeah. Why? Why? The boys are so simple. It's like, I yes or no. But they're foreign. I think maybe yeah. because I grew up with three sisters and just my mom and then my older sister just had daughters and I've just been surrounded by girls <laughs> and I honestly think I wouldn't know what the hell to do with a boy. Well, let alone a pee-pee, like a penis, a little penis. I know. Like, what, how do you clean it? I call it a pee-pee. That's so weird. Well, it's when it's a baby. We speak about lots of topics on this <laughs> podcast, Christy. Yeah. We need to identify that one's a penis and one's a pee-pee. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well... 
I'm glad we screwed that up. We're, we are following up with blowjobs, so can we just call the PP in this <laughs> part? Right. Right. Regarding Good. the PP, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. have a clue what to do. I with often it. think, I mean, someone told me, my girlfriend told me that sometimes she has to get a cotton tip and just kind of clean it out down there. Oh, hey, hey. hey. Wow. <laughs> That's big. Is it? Oh. I think that was, no, I think that was Jess Eva when we were talking about Was it? Yeah, we had her. <laughs> yeah, She's uh, Brecky on the sunny coast, and she was saying that, you know, you've got to, you've got to maintain yeah. it for them because you're the mum. Yeah. <laughs> How's know. that? With girls, all you have to do is just say, wipe from front to back and off you go. But with boys, And that's like, even, well, that's still controversial. Back to front, front to back. I do front yeah. to back. Is that wrong? You do... Front to back, man. Front... Otherwise, you wipe your poo to the front. <laughs> yeah, so true. I don't want to infest one hole with another. Yes. That's one of the main pieces of advice I remember from my mum. Yeah. Are you doing? Have you been doing? Have you been doing back to front your whole life? No, mate. I was just throwing it in there just to All show right. that there's lots of decisions to make. I'm sorry <laughs> if I've confused okay, anyone. Well, it's not going to be the only thing that I argue with you guys about on this podcast. I tell you what, I though, with the girls thing, I don't know. I just feel like um, you might be a selling yourself short because I think you do have a lot to offer, and b. I think that it is something, yeah, whilst it might be a little bit more challenging, probably because we put more pressure on it, mm. I don't know if there's get, there would be a more rewarding job. Like, honestly, like to be a mum to, to chicks, I think that's, in, I think, oh, you know that just I makes me feel. Coming, I, I think it might be coming from recent discussions with Zane, that's my, my boyfriend, Rosie, with Zane's mum. Now, she has, well, she has two sons, Zane and, and his brother. Yeah. And I think every time, you know, she talks about kids or, or, you know, what the boys were like when they're young, and it's not like, oh, it's not a, discuss, a discussion as to when I or, or Zane and I have kids. It's not like that. But it just, in passing, I don't know, and over the last few years, every time she talks about the kids or growing up, and she's a, she's a principal and dealing with kids and, and stuff a lot. And I think maybe I've gotten it in my head from what I hear her say, which is that boys are so much easier. You know, it's, it's I don't know, and, and, and being at the school and, and, and disciplining kids and, and teaching kids and, and mm. toilet training. I, I don't know what it is, but, but maybe it's something that's kind of infiltrated into my brain now. That well, you know what they say? They say that boys just get into a punch-up and then they make up and girls just... Yeah. Eating oh, oh, that okay. You're not doing a good job of making her not less scared, Rosie Waterland. Seriously? Oh my God, Father. We need we need good quality women to raise good quality women. Yeah. Time. And you are I one know. of those, Christy. Step yeah, up yeah. to the challenge, I know, bitch. I know all of that right? And then and then for the past like six months, I've been saying, and I've thought about it in my head quite a little bit, but only in the on the last six months. And recently, I've actually vocalise it and set it out I'm like Jesus imagine if I had girls or oh, if I if I have kids I'd really like to have boys I'd like to have two boys and then it's just easy because I'm a girl and I know how complicated girls are etc etc and and my mate who has had who's had a baby and he's now a mum she teases me about it all the time now she'll send me a text and be like hey I was just shopping uh you know and, and went through the baby section look at this little tutu it's going to look so good I can Feeling in my waters that you're going to have girls. Oh, that's it, pressure much. It, I know, but it, it's become a little bit of a joke between us now. And, and I say, always say to her, now that you've said that, and now that I said I don't want to have girls, or I'm scared to have girls, 
I'm going to have girls. Yeah, no, it's inevitable. You've, jinx, you've jinxed your uterus. I've jinxed myself. You've jinxed yeah, your uterus? Yes. yes, that's exactly what you've done. And if you've jinxed my uterus by <laughs> making us swap and I get all the boys, no. I swear to God I will come and oh. find you in your sleep. Oh. Well, swap the kids when they're Just too young. Safe. They'll never yeah. know. Yeah, true. Clean I don't know if you want my boys, though. They'd be pretty feral. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rosie Waterland, that was Philip, our duck, which kind of reigns us in. Um, yep. And I think you should go next, my friend. Okay. Well, like I said, I've been writing an article just about how I think giving head is the worst and I hate it. And I think that a lot of girls lie about how much they like doing it because they feel like dudes will judge them if they say that they don't want to ever do it. Now, this article will have gone up by the time this podcast is up. So it's mamamia.com.au if you do want to read it. I'm with you, my friend. I um, yeah. I think that it is a job, as Samantha says. They don't call is. it a job for nothing. And it is. It's a chore. It is. It absolutely is. I'm yeah, not I'm not saying I never do it. Like, I do it. I take one for the team. I know I like, you know, giving other people enjoyment, but that doesn't mean I enjoy doing it. Mm. Can I just say, I could not disagree with either of you as much as I am right now. Like, I don't I, get it. I, I don't get that you don't get it. I, and when you say girls are lying, like, I haven't, I haven't got anything to lie about. Like, I mean, I mean, in a long-term relationship, I'm not doing it to impress anybody or, or you know, to make guys think that, I don't know, that I'm more attractive or, you know, they'd go there more so because I, I don't know, give head or I, I, I do legitimately enjoy it. I actually do. I enjoy Take through the head. process. What do you actually like about it? Because yeah. surely you get jaw lock, you get pubes in your mouth. It's like a yeah. where they pee, you've got to have it up your throat. Like, let's really strip this back here. Do you know what it is? Okay, let me be really graphic and really go into detail here. I think that giving head, like deep throat head to the point where <sighs> the cock is at the back, like what? making you dry reach is I don't I don't actually enjoy that and I don't and I think that people associate <laughs> giving head with having to dry reach feel sick and have tears running down your eyes to yeah, me like those I, guys who always reach behind and grab the back of your head and just push it in that is like, so aggressive and like very like not okay lung with their penis yeah yes. that is not Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't have to be that. It can be the very end, the tip, a, a, a sucking or almost like a kissing motion at mm. the end, that it doesn't have to be as brutal or, or let's be honest here, as painful. Now... Scratchiness at the back, it hurts. Now I'm just imagining you pecking a penis. Like, <laughs> like I just. I've been there, babe. You can think about it. I don't want to. I'm not saying I don't like. It's not a saying that all of the um all the jobs that I've done in my time have got people thrusting themselves down my throat. But at the same time, I you know I chew my jaw when I'm stressed of a night time. Like, it was already a lot going on. Like, you just don't want to have to have jaw lock in the moment that you're supposed to get turned on a second later. Do you know what, what I mean? Yeah, right. Like, what, what are you guys doing? What are you doing with your jaw to lock it up like that? Well, because you got to just open your mouth really wide to <laughs> get it all in there. It's just, like, going to lock up. And what, Rosie, I mean, a part of this article was that you kind of think that essentially people that do like it don't and are lying. Do you believe, young mate? Do you believe Christy? 
Oh, look, I don't think everyone's lying. So I believe Christy, but I feel like a lot of girls are afraid to say that they don't like it. Mm. Definitely. That's, and that is a bit of a, it's a different issue, particularly yeah, if you're everyone with... Everyone in the Mamma Mia office when I was writing this post who I went up to them and said, I'm yeah. writing about how crappy giving head is. And they were like, oh my God, make sure you put this in. Make sure you put this in. Yeah. Oh my God, I hate it. Like it was yeah. everyone. What were they hating about it? Anything we've not covered? Look, I think um, the surprise jizz at the end was yep. a big one. Yep. Feeling yeah. like there's a billion little sperm. Yeah, and you constantly out. have to wait to see if, when it's coming. Like, they say, I'm going to come, I'm going to come. And you're like, now, tomorrow? Like, when? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, well, and then, like, just... Give me a countdown. It's like an anxiety attack. And the, and the, yeah. And the thrusting and the back and the forth, and it's tiring. People, like, I find that you have to be quite fit to give a pretty good performance. Do you know what, yeah, I, I would agree with that, but do you know what I think the key is here? If you are the one giving the blowjob, essentially, you should be the one in control. So if you don't want to be, you know, like scratching the back of your throat and gagging and, and doing it that way, then you don't have to. I think that you're the one giving that other person pleasure and yes, you need to do it in a way perhaps that would be pleasurable to them. I understand that. But mm. I think that you're, you've got the reins there. Like, you know, if you don't want them to thrust, will you tell them not to or that you don't like that or you, you hold them away? If, if you don't like their hand on your head, you take their hand off oh, your head. But like, then it would take forever and you'd be... A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Stuck there even longer. <laughs> just let them do it and then it's done. This is true. Let's do approach to it. Maybe I'm pretty much ruining any chance I ever have of finding a man ever again. I think. No bullshit. You can choose what you want and what you don't yeah, want to do. That's it's only one part of the menu. And I tell you what, Christy, you at the moment, you are sounding like some kind of bring it on cheerleader for head. It's starting to get really <laughs> annoying. I'm being, uh, look, this podcast is about being honest and I'm being honest. I enjoy giving head as much as I enjoy receiving it. And that is not to say that I have always been that way. Like we, mm. when I when I wasn't with my partner, I can honestly say I didn't, I didn't hate it, but I never actually got well, the Rosie, same amount of pleasure. I mean, was it is this uh, in or out of relationships? This experience or both? Both. Yep. I just never mm. liked it, and you know, I think maybe with Christy, it has something to do with being with someone who like doesn't gross you out, and that you want to enjoy it. But <laughs> even with people who didn't gross me out. That grossed me out. Mm. So, yeah, I I, I got to say, like, I was in a in a long term relationship too, and it was still not the first thing that I wanted to do. It was almost like a birthday present. Right? Yeah, <laughs> that's what I think. <laughs> really? <laughs> Mine's every time. Every time. Every time, yes. Every single time. So, 
Yeah. I, I was going to try and estimate, but I'm not sure. Yeah, let's not. And God, it sounds exhausting. It does, and it's it's actually annoyed me a little bit. You've annoyed me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Are you annoyed because you're jealous? You yes, a little bit. Because a, I do, I do actually believe you because you're so passionate about it, and yes, that's annoying. Um, and yeah, I just think, oh man, maybe yeah, no, we're not going to be taking tips, that's for sure. But I um. Can I just ask you guys quickly, do you believe in the I give, you give um, rule? Like if you go there with him and then you entitled, is it like an IOU or is it or is it like a special present? Definitely. Yeah. I yeah. don't do it for nothing. Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> and I also, I don't expect him to like doing it on me either. Like I understand if he doesn't, but he has to because I do it. I'm not but a massive fan of it either way. So I'm not, I don't feel oh. like I'm missing. Like, really? Yeah, I mean, I enjoy it, but I much prefer kissing and sex and a lot of other things. Like, there are just a lot of other things that I would prefer to be doing and receiving. So I am I feel like when I say that I'm not the biggest fan, it's not the first thing I'm putting my hand up to, I'm also not putting my hand up first to get it. So I feel like, therefore, I can be okay so with you everything. Cancel, you rule, you rule one out. So it's yeah. like, I don't like it, you don't like it. A little bit, yes. even. And you know, so no, no faces on special places. Yeah, yeah kind of. Like I don't know. It's just like I get bored. <laughs> don't you get to that. Like I mean, women are different to men in that it takes a little while. It's not just like yeah. So you can't oh, use I'm, your phone, or you just got to lay there committing. I'm a bit horny. Let's let's just go for it. Like it, it doesn't work like that. You can't just get hard and just stick it in. Like I feel like there would be. <laughs> There's like plenty of other things something. you. There's plenty of other things you can do for foreplay other than that. Yeah, no, well, I can only think of two. On honestly. All right, mate. Well, maybe we need to educate you on that line of things because at the moment it sounds like head is the only thing you're doing with the rest of your life. <laughs> okay, let's move along. <laughs> oh, you're a dickhead. Um, <laughs> um, I wanted to bring up. I read an interesting article today that was just speaking about. Um, essentially what is called third wave feminism, which is the feminism that we find ourselves in now where a lot of generations before us, either whether they've seen their mothers or have lived through uh, a time where it was probably a very different time in terms of women's agenda and rights and all that kind of stuff. So a lot of the time back then it was a lot more aggressive um, and a lot of people then I think that followed that aggression were the people that saw the aggression. So they're very loyal to that aggression. And then you find us at the end kind of being told a thousand different things of what to think about it. Mm. And I think that there is a really big um, gap of our generation talking about the word feminism. Um, And I wanted to talk to you about it, Rosie, because I feel like on a day-to-day basis, you potentially might have all of a few of those generations as well as our own uh, all in the one, under the one roof a lot. Yeah, definitely. I mean, at, here at like Mama Maria HQ, we have baby boomers right down to, I think our youngest editorial assistant is 18. Mm. So we've really mm-hmm. got everyone, all women, all brilliant, amazing women, all feminists, but all interpreting what feminism means in their own way. Mm. Mm. We've had, and there's been discussions on this podcast, and Christy, you've been one of those people that have been unsure about the word, essentially. I'm, Is that I'm putting unsure. words in your mouth, or you you can probably explain your stance? I'm, um, I'm unsure of the word feminism because I feel that, 
I see, but I don't know enough about it. And I think that I think there's this fear of it. Okay, it is it is such a strong word, and I'm really going to have to back myself here and and know what the fuck I'm on about. And because but you know what, I, it is so simple. Like feminism, it straight up just means that you believe in equal rights for women. And I agree and with look, you, Rosie. But I think a yeah. lot of the time, like even just then, Christy, I think that you don't feel like you can say you're not sure. I think, and I guess I, I'm completely with you. I think that it, that's exactly what it is. You want the same things as, yeah, as all course. genders. And of course that makes me feminist because of course I want that. Like that's just, you know, the biggest no-brainer ever. But I, I just feel almost like I'm not um, – I know that I'm not cut out or I'm not equipped or I'd, I don't – have a really strong idea of you know the history behind feminism or mm. and, and maybe that scares me away maybe I actually don't feel knowledgeable enough to kind of to back myself or all my views enough and maybe that's why I've actually been scared out of conversations or using the word probably you know I probably should be oh, using definitely. it definitely and you I know? don't blame you I mean I think there's a huge problem today with a lot of people who call themselves feminists um, making other women feel like they're excluded from that club and they and I think it definitely goes back to what you're saying at the start about um, like the women who came before us aggressively going after that movement because yeah. they had to they had to absolutely on the absolutely front. yeah but now people still associate like the term feminism with the term aggression like they feel like it's about hating men and it's about bra burning and I think that scares a lot of younger women today off. But I think what I tell my little sisters and what I tell anyone when they ask me if I'm a feminist, if I'm a feminist, is of course because I believe in equal rights for women. And how Isn't does that how is woman? the reaction? Yeah, it is, Chrissy. But I think it's a lot of people still aren't comfortable with the word, and that's essentially what the word does mean. There is really yeah. no, there is like interpretations of what I guess the kind of woman is behind it, and all this character, and how we were laughing before about how there's the the woman that tells us you need to act like this with the wooden spoon. It's like the principle of feminism, whoever that is. Um, Which is but, essentially the opposite of feminism. Well, I mean, look, I don't think I think it really is equality full stop yeah, and, and it's that choice and it is choice and it is whatever way you f- see that I think yeah. and that's where it gets blurry because like with women we're all so fucking different you can't possibly have the same interpretation and it's and that's the biggest thing I think that is misconstrued but what I did want to talk about today was more about the conversation of yours Christy I guess and other girls that don't feel comfortable coming out and saying I'm not comfy with it that's mm. the big concern I have at the moment is that I, I know that I'm comfortable with it and I know that I also read a lot about it. I've, I'm quite educated, not by any means of some other people, but I, I probably um, am, have a very vast interest in the history and, and, and issues. So I often feel like that probably does help me feel a bit more comfortable with the word. But I just, I, I'm a feminist and that's just something I'm proud of. And it, I don't really think there's a big mental thing behind it, really. It's just a, a meaning towards who I am and who most of the women in my life are, or if not all, they just don't really know it. But I think what I'm trying to protect and look after and start the conversation is about the chicks that don't feel comfortable with it, how we work around that instead of not barking, but saying it's just this simple. Well, obviously they're not feeling it's that simple and I don't know what we can do from here to shift that. 
I mean, I think a big part of it is feeling like you can wear the feminism hat in solidarity with all other women, like regardless of the little things that you disagree on. I mean, we disagree on so much here mm. in the Mamma Mia office all the time. Mm. Like, I've got into massive fights with Mia Friedman over, like, I don't know, celebrities wearing slutty clothes and, like, all kinds of things. And I've, like, got into big debates with other people on the team about, like, um, women having to be careful walking home late at night. And, I mean, we all have, like, slightly different ideologies, but when it comes down to it, we all believe in equal rights for women. So, I mean, I think we know that we can support each other and we can elevate each other's knowledge about it by educating each other on each other's points of view but at the end of the day we all believe in the same essentials and I think I think it's also about asking questions rather than saying statements for me I think it's Mm. what do you want as a woman what do you want um for other women what do you want for your future daughters what do you want for your mum and thinking of it that way, Christy, I think essentially is probably less intimidating even. And I don't, I don't mean to pigeonhole you out because I know that you obviously do believe in it. But it has definitely been something that I've noticed with you and a few of our other guests uh, that are, you know, in their early 20s that have certainly not felt comfortable. And instead of saying this is what it is, I guess it's an, an interesting platform to open up and say, well, what do you want? Well, do you know why? Do you know why I probably feel like that? I, and it's probably especially with you, Stacey, because you are you are a feminist. You are very proud of it, and it's not it's not to the point of ever ever pushing agendas down people's throats. It's just who you are, and it's something that comes up in natural conversations, regardless of you know what the topic is. I think it's probably sometimes feeling like you know like that my views pale in comparison to somebody who is as passionate as you are, and. Mm. And I feel sometimes like there's never once been a time in my life where I have felt discriminated against, left out or overlooked because of the fact that I am a female. And maybe that's why I don't never, feel Never, ever, ever, ever. I don't really... I've never felt passionate that I've gone, oh, well, that's fucking right, just because I'm a girl or I didn't get this job because of yeah, this. Right. Or, mm. Well, that's, I've I mean, never, that's lucky. I've never felt that. I've never felt discriminated against. I've never felt that I have had any less opportunities because I am a, a female. If anything, I feel like I've probably had more, if I'm completely honest, and I think that's probably why I'm not vocal, you know, as vocal about it as you or other people because I think... I haven't got anything to talk about. I mean, I haven't got any. Mm. I haven't got any horror stories, or I haven't got any instances where I've really needed to stand but up. But I don't either. Like, myself. I don't have a moment where I'm like, some guy said to me, "You're not going to get this job because you're a chick," or I haven't had anyone, you know, call me a slut. You know, that I haven't had that either. I just also, I don't know. I guess maybe I'm a little bit more of an activist. Maybe that's what the difference is. Um, but I don't know, Rosie, is that, do you think it stems from experience first and that's why you identify with the word or is that something that's, that's been the case for you? Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe not experience first. I mean, I definitely think that even if it doesn't affect you specifically, you've still got to remember that, you know, 
women even in Australia are making 80 cents on the male dollar. Mm. I mean, we've got like 2% of women as CEOs or sitting mm. on major company boards. Yeah. I mean, you've got to remember rape culture, the fact that like every time you get wolf whistled when you're walking down the street, that has to do with men feeling like they have the right to treat women however they please. I mean, that all comes back to feminism. But I definitely think that a lot of people feel like just because then they haven't studied it, say, to the level of a Clementine Ford mm. or they don't, you know, write about it like a professor of women's studies does that they don't have a right to comment. But not knowing as much about it as someone else doesn't mean that you have to be excluded from the conversation completely. Mm. Like, mm. I think just, you know, knowing that you're a woman and you want the best for the other women in your life and you feel like you deserve equal rights, like, that's enough. It's I guess, and I guess that, that, yeah, and I think that's why I wanted to bring it up because I do feel like there are lots of people feeling like they can't bow into the conversation and I do feel like pretty soon the spotlight's on us, like, we're next, you know, in terms yeah. of the generation yeah. that can make some pretty big decisions in what we do and yet there are a lot of people not feeling like they've got enough you know, enough behind them to, to speak up. And so it is an interesting time. There are always going to be women who are going to fly that flag. Yeah, true. On that role. Yeah. True, true, and true. That as long as everybody else, like, you know, is coming from a place of equality, like, I think we'll be fine. Yeah, 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 right. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. rather than overthinking that some people aren't speaking, that's probably the same with all issues, right? Yeah. Where people are going to yeah. be speaking up more than others. Mm. I'm not one to speak up. <laughs> <laughs> God forbid that you have put your two cents in worth love it. No, no, that's why we love you. Oh, Rosie. Philip went off ages ago. We are so thrilled that you joined us. Thank you so much. We hope you had as much fun as oh, I did. You did, oh, young yeah. mate? I did. Thanks you. so much for having me. Love having a gas bag. I know. Thanks. It feels a bit like that. It's just a, like, a bit of a chitty <laughs> chat. Um, if you do want to follow the wonderful Rosie Waterland um, and read some of her posts and, and, um, and really great articles, you do offer a completely different colour on, onto the Mamma Mia website and we love you. We think you're great, yeah. so we're, we're thrilled that you could join us. Thanks, guys. Um, and if you do want to listen to more podcasts, head to our iTunes page or you can get us at podcast.thinkagirl.com.au. Uh, we also have our Facebook page where we have bits and pieces up at the moment, and that's probably the best way you can stay in touch with lots of cool stuff that we're doing at the moment. Bits and pieces, a few video things here and there and other exciting ventures, uh, including our live show. Yay! Keep up to date because that's that's going to be coming up soon. So yeah, there's a lot of things, a lot of things on the go. So yeah, that... if you just just want to, um, I don't know, keep in touch or, or say hi or find out about more episodes or whatever we're thinking about during the week. Um, yeah, just hit a like. Yeah, facebook.com forward slash Thinker Girls. Uh, our live show is on September 19th and the 20th where we're doing live recordings of this podcast at Melbourne Fringe. So do jump online uh, and get some tickets if you want to come along and say g'day. That's it from us. Thanks again, Rosie. No problem, guys. Were you eavesdropping on this conversation? Follow the Thinker Girls at facebook.com forward slash thinkergirls or thinkergirltv on Twitter. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.